0: We're going to uh, do a few weeks—not weeks, yes, weeks—a few Sundays today on the subject of the cross, Uh, and we're going to, uh, in that approach, we're going to survey it. Uh, It is subject in the, you know, uh, an element of of the gospel that you're familiar with, and uh, you know. You know a lot of details about it, and we rejoice in it, and uh, in that in, the, in that respect. But uh, that, in a fresh reminder, it might come home to a greater power in your life, greater liberty, and a greater. Dedication. To survey means to look carefully, thoroughly, with the idea of especially to appraise. Is to examine and record the areas and features of so as to construct a map, a plan, or a description. It has more has a lot to do with detail. Detail. And we believe in the cross. We believe in, uh, you know, the blood. But there is so much that it affords us. And as we are impacted by what it affords us, and as we see what it affords us, then the life that it was designed to give will increase on a daily basis. And so as we survey this cross, we're going to start with the present power of Christ. The present power of Christ. So let's pray. Father in heaven, it was your idea... And you have worked your power, demonstrated your power, and revealed your character through the cross. And so as we start this series, we pray that it will have a profound effect upon us. Father, in a fresh way, we ask that Jesus will be seen. The message will be understood and the power will be imparted. We ask it all in Christ's name. Amen. Do we have the verses up there? For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. That word foolish literally means, to those that look at the the believer who believes in the cross, literally means that they think you're a moron, that you're stupid. It's just unfathomable that you would believe something, you know, so far-fetched. So when he says that, it's foolish. That's, you know, how people look at it, who are not saved, but are perishing. All right? It's foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. God. The present power, it is the power of God. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Yes. You would agree with me this morning that the cross, the work of it, the blood that flowed from it, is in reality the most liberating, redeeming, and costly, most significant and most glorious work in all of human history. The cross of Jesus Christ. The cross was so important to the Apostle Paul And he said, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross. It's because of the cross there is reason to rejoice. The cross is the goodness of God. Because when Moses asked to see the glory of the Lord, the cross is a new chapter in history. It's God's dream being reclaimed. It's a reclamation decree that what has been lost is going to be recovered. What has been fallen by the way is going to be lifted up. The cross is the voice of divine victory. The voice of divine victory. It's the trumpet of God. It's the power of God. It's the wisdom of God to us who believe. The cross is the ultimate turning of tables. The soul that sinneth shall surely die, but the soul that believes shall surely live. It's the roadmap of redemption. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. As the writer said to the song, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. The Apostle Paul, in his writing, says there's a lot of things that people, you know, glory in. There's a lot of things that people hold up as ensigns of, you know, uh, of life, accomplishments, and identity. But he says nothing rises to the level of the cross. The cross. The cross is the new vision of, of hope. Yes. Imagine that the sins of the whole world from Adam and Eve to the end of the time of grace laid upon that Savior that hung upon the, the cross. It is the reunion of fellowship with the Almighty God. It's the, it's the master craftsman that takes the Humpty Dumpties that have fallen off a wall and puts them back together. <laughs> Your life was broken and a mess. Fragile. Prone to fall, but... The cross is the final say. The cross reveals the character of God. If you want to know what God is like, and you walk through the stories that He has penned in the scripture for us, and we even hear them in our own time frames. But yet the pinnacle of it all, the reason that the dead could be raised and the blind could see and the deaf could hear was because there was going to be a cross. Because it's the power of God. is what releases into the domain of mankind God's power. So it reveals the character, the character of God. It's spending a little time with the Jesus of the cross or with the story of the cross that all of a sudden you begin to capture and, 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 and be infiltrated and you get, a, you get a visual of the person who hung on the cross. The creator who made everything and owns everything and controls everything. All of a sudden, personalize himself to us. When, if I might make reference to my new daughter-in-law, I began to get acquainted with her from a distance. Thank God for technology. And it began to seal and feel, you know what I mean, certain elements of the characteristics and who she was and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But it's when I met her and spent some time with her that all of those things that I had seen, you know what I mean, all of a sudden... They were magnified. The beauty, the grace, the wonder, the God. The God that leads them out of Egypt. The God that splits the Red Sea that feeds them in the wilderness and that opens the Jordan at the cross you get to meet him personally yes it was at the cross that Jesus forced open the door that had been locked since the death of the first man the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord the flaming swords that blocked figuratively speaking from the tree of life new day In history, one of the biggest and grandest, you know, and eternal battles is that the cross that it was settled. Amen. It really was. I don't know I love history but haven't wouldn't say I'm knowledgeable in history but when battles are won when the final day of the conflict and the decree has signed what a day you remember the picture of, uh, uh, you know, of them running up the mountain and placing the, the flag. and it becomes a monument you know what I mean? of a victory and of a battle won to this day, and that even in that natural realm, it still stands a hill called Mount Calvary there is a planting there is a kingdom flag heaven yeah kingdom this has been set and it flies Today, he says it's the power of God, meaning its strength and has conquering ability, it's God's centerpiece. Yes. The cross is where, you know, the old is terminated and the new is germinated. It is the cross. It's the central theme of God. God forbid that I should glory save in the cross. Your story is all about the cross. Hallelujah. The cross. The cross is the tree of life. It's the tree of life. Thank you, Lord. You know the story of the three crosses. Who was the third cross for? We had the two thieves. It was for the murderer, Morabbas, correct? The third cross... Was for Barabbas. That Barabbas represents you and I. Jesus took Barabbas' place. Yes, he did. We are all Barabbas'. We're all guilty. We're all murderers. I know that's a tough language for today's society, but the fact of the matter is, it is true. We had accumulated such a massive amount of spiritual debt that... Was impossible to pay for it. And so Jesus is saying, I'm dying for all men to give life through myself. The third cross, as he poured out his blood, he was pouring out his life. For it says in Leviticus chapter 17 the life of the flesh is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. <clears throat> for it is the blood that makes atonement for your souls. John chapter 5 and verse 26 says, For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in him. The wonder and the beauty of the cross is that he has left no member of the human race without the option and the opportunity for a share in that mercy and its grace. As he hung there, he did it for us. And according to Hebrews chapter 2, inasmuch as the children have partakers, partaken of flesh and blood, that's you and me, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those. There is a power of release. Who through death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. He whom the Son sets free is free in deed. Doesn't make any difference how weak you are. No one is denied a share in the victory of the cross. God is so amazing, isn't he? You see, the cross is the eternal mercy seat in which the blood of that final sacrifice was sprinkled. It's the mercy seat. Whenever you come to the cross, it's mercy. Oh, yes, yes. Exodus 25 and 22 says that the the mercy seat is where you meet with God. Yes, in the Old Testament under the tabernacle law, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, There was the Ark of the Covenant and on top of the Ark of the Covenant was the mercy seat. And Exodus says that it was there that you meet with God. So the cross is... A meeting place with God. Yes. The cross is is a decree that counteracted death's decree understand. See, Paul write in Romans that the the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. As Scott mentioned one time, we are not just paroled, we are pardoned. Are you living in the Grips and the shame of your past sins. A lot of people do, but you don't have to. You don't have to. He has laid upon him he, upon him all, all of the sins of the whole world. You know, it's a wonderful thing. To know that in the cross God's not mad at you. No, He's not mad at you. Somebody says, Well, you know, Pastor, we want to be careful here. We don't want to get people into loose living. I just want to get people into living. <laughs> See, the the more my wife loves me, the more I love her. I mean that's just the human nature, you know what I mean? mean, We have a good solid we love, okay? But there's really something that, you know, generates love to love. Really does. We love because he first loved us. Yes. Jesus Christ is your mercy seat. Yes, you can. You can fight the enemies of your life by the decree that comes from the cross. Absolutely. where you meet with God. It is not just a history, story, or lesson. It is a present power. (coughs) It's not something we just talk about and rejoice in the past. It's something we live in and celebrate in the present. It's what our life is about. It's why we do and why we don't do. It's there through the cross that we live our lives by the enabling power of the Holy Spirit. It's in the cross that we drive off independence and self-power and prestige and worldly pleasures. Because of the cross of Jesus Christ, in the cross, when you come to the cross, there is an open heart surgery that takes place. It's called circumcision. Yes, Colossians chapter two and verse eleven says that in whom also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. Operation of God, a transformed and changed life, a removal and a deposit. It is that open heart surgery that gives us the ability to love. According to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 6, the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, that you may live. The reason you love God today is because God has done open heart surgery. And circumcised, which just simply means he cuts away the unnecessary parts those things that once give us identity no longer are our, our, our identity. it's the cross that gives us our identity because it delivers us and it. Im- powers us open heart surgery done by someone else the good news is and I think I already mentioned this but no one is beyond the grace of the cross Your worst day is not beyond the grace of the cross. Now, upon that cross, there was a blood that flowed. And it's the foundation of the new covenant. The blood. When I see the blood... I'll pass over you. Do you know why the enemy with all his artillery, I'm not saying that, you know, there's never an enemy in your life, but there's a reason why he can't stop. That he doesn't, he's not able just to have access the way he would like. Because the blood, the blood is is a preventative, it's a protection. It is. In the sight of God, that blood is greater than money, than all the wealth of the world. You were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of the Lamb. Your value. Your value. Yes, God has set forth the propitiation. It's by His blood. The blood. Was just not a one time activity in your life when you got saved. The blood is a present power in your life. It is. The blood covers your past and empowers your future. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience, that's your past, and from dead works, and to serve the living God, that's your future. If it wasn't for the blood, you wouldn't even have the will to serve God. This blood is not the blood of an involuntary martyr. There are many who have died as martyrs, but this blood is the blood of a voluntary. Yes is think about it, one who undertook it and became the substitute for us to bear the sins and the iniquities. Did you know that when Paul began to write to the Corinthians and he began to talk about you know what i mean uh, the 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 uh, Various aspects of where they had been. The whiz, the, the, the Greeks thought this and miracles, etc. He really was penning a letter to them because they thought that they had grown past the cross. They knew the cross had got them in. They knew the cross was essential. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Somehow, you know, they were the self-help. When the cross... Is the only help. Yes. It's the blood that's cleaned up your past and has secured your, your tomorrow is bringing brand new beginnings into your life. The blood, it conquers your conflicts Why you are winning because of the blood and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony because they had a new take on life it wasn't life that was just for the immediate but it was life for eternity that's hard to grasp in terms of eternity Because of the blood. After you've received salvation and you ask for forgiveness, you are not receiving forgiveness of salvation, you are receiving forgiveness of relationship. restoration of your relationship it's, it's, it's coming together yes it's coming back into agreement with God you say well you know pastor I, I don't quite understand that Well, maybe, maybe you weren't raised in it but when I was raised you know what I mean uh, I really was getting saved a lot Because every time I mess up, I felt like I taught that I had to get saved again. And the only thing that really needed reattachment, you know what I mean? Was for me to get confidence in the blood of Jesus and the covering of the blood. And, you know, and that by that blood, I can come boldly before the throne of grace. I have to stay, you know? You mess it up. He says, well, come because there's mercy there. You feel weak, come because there's grace there. The empowering of God. The blood. I want to wrap it up, this part this morning, and take a look at the the blood and how it relates to the natural blood. The blood provides immunity against sin's infection. Just as the blood in our bodies carries important properties of life to protect us from foreign and effective agents, providing us a defense against disease that would kill us, Oh, thank God for the blood—the blood of Christ. My musicians can come. Provides protection, healing, purifying agents. It removes contaminants that would otherwise jeopardize our life. For the life is in the blood yes when they ran a blood test on me they found some deficiencies which as a result of those deficiencies uh, has the potential to allow other invading factors to be able to attack my body because my blood doesn't measure up. It has some lack in it. But that's not the case with the blood of Jesus. What's going on in your life would be a whole lot different if it wasn't for the blood. Yes, things still happen, but the blood gives us the power to fight it. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Yes, it gives us the power to fight it. it tries to invade. blood is not only in relationship to the enemy, all right, but the blood is beautiful and powerful in relationship to God. When judgment comes, when God wants, sees that he needs to begin to correct some things, He said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I, when I see the blood, it's not only preventative and protective, you know what I mean, from the enemy of our souls. It's also preventive and protective from the things that we would naturally deserve by virtue of life and the soul that sinneth shall surely die. I am covered, covered. Covered by the blood, walking in love, living in light. Now, those are probably not the right words in the right order, but <laughs> I'm not the worship leader. Yes. It's a divine detergent. It says in Hebrews nine fourteen. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? It is your path forward. It nullifies the effects of sin. It frees us from slavery to sin. According to the Revelations, it said he has washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests to his God and to his Father. The wonder and the beauty of the blood is it never. Stops cleansing or feeding the body, providing what it needs at all times. Don't pull back from the blood. Come boldly. Amen. Amen. The blood the blood. It is always drawing. It's always cleansing. is always setting free. And the blood is not a commercial transaction. It is a personal transaction. But we have to be willing to assist. Some people have been sitting at the pool for 38 years because nobody would put them in. Now, we can fault them, but you know what? Jesus, when he came to that pool and saw them in that condition, he went ahead and did something about it. Amen. So as we leave this morning and as we go, church as the as the proclaimers, as the preachers, as the redeemed of the Lord, you know, in your own life, start walking free. Start walking free. And start helping others to find their freedom. I have to stop here and because the Lord is is speaking in my heart that there are some, you know, who are living in the shame and bondage of something that has happened in their past and they're so ashamed of it that it just impedes them every day of their life. They can't get the joy that can be theirs in the present because it haunts them. And the Father is saying today that you don't have to let it haunt you any longer. You don't have to give openness and, and, and thought life to it and, and, and be, be constrained by the stride in your life because, you know, you, know, you feel so ashamed and you're afraid. Because the blood is not only taking care of your past, it is securing your future. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, yes, and so I just plead with you this morning. I plead with you that God has a major future for you of freedom. You relationships will blossom and they will just grow when you are set free. And so, Father, this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, the blood has already done the work. Now I pray for the conscience to be cleansed. Hallelujah. Oh, God, the disturbing effects that it has had, the limitations that it's put upon, the fear that is generated, oh God. The insecurity, oh, that holds them in captive in prisons. A release in the name of Jesus Christ, just as the cross and the blood does for us. Thank you, Lord. Father, we make a confession today that I'm free from my past. I am not guilty Oh, of yesterday. I am liberated because of today, the blood of Jesus. Oh yes, the blood cleanses from sins of youth to the sins of age, from sins of ignorance to sins of knowledge, from sins of recklessness or wastefulness and sins of secret vice. Sins against the law, sins against the gospel, sins of the head, the heart, the tongue, the thought, the imaginations, the blood covers and reaches it all. Oh. Yes. Amen. Give the Lord our praise today. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. 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 He whom the Son says free is free indeed. I know we got to go this morning. And I know you believe this, but live it because, hallelujah, glory in the cross. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.